Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. If your home has a corner cabinet, odds are it has a lazy Susan tucked away inside. Perhaps there's a lazy Susan atop the center of your dining room table, Or you've spun one around to reach a tasty dish while seated at a round restaurant table. Whatever its use or location, the Lazy Susan arguably has the most enigmatic moniker of all household appliances. We don't call a napkin holder Holder Helen, or a mixing bowl Mix and Max, or at least we haven't until now. So how did the Lazy Susan get its name? First, let's take a closer look at how a Lazy Susan works. A Lazy Susan refers to a round disc that rotates on a set of bearings located underneath. This spinning platform can be made of any number of materials, ranging from wood or plastic to glass or marble. 
Commercially crafted sizes come in even number diameters, with the most common sizes ranging from 12 to 48 inches, which is about 30 to 120 centimeters. Even a small Lazy Susan often is used to store condiments and silverware on a tabletop, putting them within easy reach of diners. However, in some restaurants and homes, a large Lazy Susan of at least 22 inches or 56 centimeters is placed in the middle of the table to hold dishes of food that can then be rotated to each person. It may be a derivative of the European dumbwaiter, which was a piece of furniture situated near the hostess at a dinner table. The dumbwaiter had three or four round trays that decreased in size from the bottom to the top. The trays were used to store desserts, cheeses, silver, and extra plates, anything the hostess might need to quickly access. While the exact origins of the Lazy Susan are lost to history, there is a plausible theory about its name. Susan was a generic term popularized in the 1700s by employers referencing their female maidservants. And at the time, it was fairly common for people who employed servants to complain that they were lazy. According to Marcus Krajewski, a professor of media history at the University of Basel, Switzerland, the term Lazy Susan was probably common at the time. Later, in the two decades leading up to World War I, technological advances became substitutes for human power with the advent of the ringer washing machine and similar inventions. It became prohibitively expensive for some households to continue to hire servants. As rotating wooden trays cropped up in kitchens and on dining room tables, replacing the need for servants to dish food, the term Lazy Susan likely became a mashup of a reference to both a lazy employee and the substitution of technology for human power. There are other theories as well, although most experts agree that this ubiquitous household aid probably didn't have a single inventor or a solitary namesake. Some believe that Thomas Jefferson may have invented the Lazy Susan in the 18th century, referencing a daughter in the naming. As the story goes, his daughter Susan wasn't a fan of being served last at the dinner table and thus became his inspiration. The only problem with the story is that Thomas Jefferson doesn't seem to have had a daughter named Susan. Others point to Thomas Edison as the inventor, believing that the turntable he created for his phonograph evolved into the Lazy Susan. Despite the murky origins of its name, the Lazy Susan was forever cast into the American lexicon in 1917 when an advertisement appeared in Vanity Fair touting a rotating round tray called a Lazy Susan. Turns out the name may have been invented by an anonymous copywriter tasked with increasing sales during the holidays. Today's episode was written by L'Oreal Dove and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other rotating topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. Uh, Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, Plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com.
designed for work. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <laughs> 